What's going on guys? My name is El De Niro and welcome to episode 132 of the Midnight Hour podcast. It's been a while since we uploaded. Uh, took a little break there for about two months during the summer because there was nothing else to do. And uh, we're back. And today I'm joined by recurring guest Miguel. Hello, good day. Hello to you, El De Niro. Hello to all the listeners. Hello. Hope everyone is uh, handling the old pandemico okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm quite good, I must say. I'm, I'm delighted that it's Thursday, but I've already told you that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just checking it from when we first spoke off air. If you were okay, you were. Now you are. So it's like still doing well. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've <laughs> maintained the same level of uh, of basic happiness in 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 the twenty minutes since we started talking. So that's you good. never know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> flip like by the time we come on the air, you know, some, yeah, you know, some the pre-show and they come on the air. I'm not okay. I'm pissed now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So um, it is like. A custom at this point that whenever you come on the podcast we talk about conspiracy theories and yeah. today is no exception and by the way uh, we've done two episodes that have become two of the most downloaded episodes of the podcast which are I think it's episode 103 I'm not 100% sure on this uh, the Georgia Guidestones one and then the Philadelphia experiment and um, the Philadelphia, exp oh, one of them, one of them has a lot of hate because we spent too much time talking at the start and not enough getting to the point. And um, so, I think it's the Philadelphia experiment. There's, yeah, um, I don't know. I, th I think it just hit, you know, that anti-small talk crowd, you yes. know, the ones that just, <laughs> you start something, they better be dropping the stats and the figures, otherwise you just shut the fuck up. But yeah, um, yeah, surprisingly, that one is uh is, is universally loved and hated. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's must be doing something right. <laughs> something like I'm really surprised at the amount of hate it's gotten for that reason, though. Because like number one, right? They're all it's like episode 100 and something, and every comment is like someone as if they're giving me advice, like ah, less pillow talk, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> mm, my fucking podcast, as much pillow talk as I want, actually, I think you'll find, uh, I've done a hundred episodes of this, I, I know how it's done, uh, <laughs> then the second thing, I, go on, yes, no, 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 I was just gonna say, um, it's funny, because you just reminded me of another one I saw, which was about that, the fact that we didn't treat the subject matter with enough respect, <laughs> therefore we have no respect <laughs> for the audience, <laughs> and, like, I, I don't know where those two things correlate that between, you know, lightheartedness and um, respect for, for your audience, but, like, I I think that the topic of the Philadelphia experiment kind of falls within that weird side of YouTube where they intersplice, like, film footage. Yeah, 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 I agree. That is the case, definitely. The video, and it's a very somber, and they're about an hour long, and they're very much... They're not discussions as such. They're more like just yeah. a essay. but not the video essay like the cool ones that we all like and enjoy say about the joker it's more like a like a doomsday essay yeah exactly yeah yeah i you agree know? um this is 100 real and you know you should you everyone should know about it and you should tell your friends and you know that there's no room for anything else so yeah i think we just fell in with that side which is cool 
I like that side of the internet. Yeah, um, so do I. Quite a lot, actually. Yeah, I don't. I'm not involved. I don't think we're both in, actively involved. But we uh, we just look in the shadows every now and then, have a little peek, and be like, "Whoa, this is crazy." But still, be there. You know what I mean? Like a crazy party. You're like, "I'm staying here, though." I'm not involved actively on any of my main accounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even top thirty-five accounts. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. still. Um, yeah, it's good to have a look at, you know, say, our conspiracy every now and then. But, um, yeah, no. So, Philadelphia Experiment. What else have we done? Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Um, uh, talked about Curses in football a little bit. Oh, like, that was good. Goes... Yeah, yeah. And we even did a wrestling conspiracy one. We did as well, yes. Yeah. So, we, it, you know, I am a conspiracy expert, mm. but I'm an expert at, like, quotation marks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a expert bunny ears and all that so yes it's good to be back and it's good to be back in here we are in 2020 doing another deep chat about a certain conspiracy do you could i make a really uh annoying request of you uh would you mind sitting a little closer to your microphone yeah do i seem like i'm far away yeah it sounds like you're like shouting from an empty room to the other side of the room or something it's yeah i don't know it's uh I, um is that any better yeah that's better yeah yeah yeah. okay okay so no, you know what it is i just keep moving my head every time i talk yeah i know i do the same thing and i have, I have to, to like have a microphone. i just like remind myself to sit back into my desk but i imagine you're like on a sofa or something so it's like awkward or whatever I'm actually outside, mate. I'm actually like <laughs> on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like on my way to the destination of the conspiracy as we speak. I'm in Denver. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Oh, sorry. Are you not? Are you not coming to Denver for this? <laughs> oh. Son of a bitch. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. I think I'm. I'm reasonably close to 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 the mic now. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Thanks and sorry to ask <laughs> that. I know it's really fucking awkward. Um, nah, don't worry about it. The other thing I was going to say was uh, just on the topic of um, the Pillow Talk complaint is pretty much every single fucking conspiracy podcast that I listen to is like 25 minutes of the host being like, yeah, and, and thanks to uh, Yvonne from Alaska who sent us this hot sauce, and thanks to this person for this, and they never get to the fucking point. I'm talking about one podcast in particular there, but it is a very popular one. Um, so really what I'm saying is, yeah. like, fuck off. <laughs> it's my podcast, and we'll talk about whatever we fucking want. So there you go. Have you, uh, have you, <laughs> have you played Raid Shadow Legends? With over one million combinations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. So they're just slipping into the old, <laughs> the old advertising. You know, check out Square Underwear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out Squarespace for a website that you can make. You can make your own um, DraftKings on Squarespace. Yeah. And they say um, Dragon Tools, and I always think it's Dragon Tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that sounds sick, but it's just Dragon and. Well, also check out Harry's that. razors. Yeah, man. Harry was just a guy who wanted like the perfect razor. That's right. And, and then him and his friend, also called Harry, they made a razor. Yeah. Um, one one that I get a lot in other podcasts is it's like I think it's like a drinks one, and it's got like an Italian woman talking, and uh, she's like, 
oh, in Italy, we call this that pancinata, which means, you know, the long walk. Not to any destination. We're just, you know, welcome to the day where we walk again. And it's about a drink. Mm. And it's like, what does that have to do with the walk? You can go for a walk without a drink. Well, supposedly, we can all go for a walk without a drink in our hands. And it always makes me laugh because it seems like an ad just about like, yeah, I can't wait for, you know, we go into sort of a post-lockdown world when we can all walk again. <laughs> also, if you try drinking, <laughs> and then right at the end, um, please drink responsibly. Yeah, good one. Mm. But yeah, that's all the ads out of the way. Yes, that's <laughs> correct, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what just, are we, uh, what are we did, actually talking about We just today? did a lot of ad reads for companies who are not paying us anything. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're talking about Denver Airport today. Have you ever heard of it? No. <laughs> Tell me about it. Basically, please. an airport is a collection of no. So um. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So stop right there. Don't tell me about what's in it. Tell me what that even is. <laughs> what is that? A port in the middle of the air. <laughs> yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah, that would actually be amazing. Yeah. Um, a skyport. Yeah, one. Yeah, exactly, yeah, with pods and beans. Um, one day, I'm sure we'll get there. For now, we have to settle with these normal fucking airports. Yeah. <laughs> All these little people in them. Fucking ground but ports, yeah. more like. But, uh, so there's millions of airports, aren't there? Yes, but, but, there's only, <laughs> Not millions. but there's only one Denver airport. Um, Why is Denver airport so particularly interesting, El De Niro? Well, Miguel, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> so... Denver had an airport that was fully functional. It served international flights. It was fine until 1995 when they decided that they would build a newer, weirder Denver airport. So the original plans for this airport brought the project cost to $1.7 billion, which is quite a lot of money. And you're probably wondering, but how much does a normal airport cost? And the answer is, I don't fucking know. What do I look like? The airport cost police? But <laughs> the end cost of this yeah. airport came to $4.8 billion, which you will notice is $3.1 billion over budget. So it was more than 100% of its budget over budget, give or take. $0.5 billion or Okay, so... so... That's that's a big budget that then becomes a bigger budget. Mm. But you know, hey, I'm I'm just a guy booking my flight to Denver. Like, why why should I know how much it costs? Why is it so important? Is there perhaps anything in this airport? Well, that we should know about. It seems as though the airport is under perpetual reconstruction. Uh, its most recent construction enhancements are supposed to cease in 2021, probably being delayed by COVID, and they have a total cost of $3.3 billion. So a lot of money is getting funneled into this yeah. airport, which one might think is normal. Airports are probably very expensive, especially with increased security regulations. Um, obviously, the airline industry is now dying out. They're probably going to have to invest in new planes, blah, 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 blah. But this airport yeah. has more space than any other airport underneath it there is an underground city with a freeway system comprising more than one million square feet of free space that's a lot of space isn't it that's huge yeah yeah now is this built alongside the airport at the time or is this like 
they demolished no. the airport at the time and mm -hmm. there were certain areas of the other airport that they couldn't demolish so they just built over it so some of this is oh. built over other buildings in the other airport um, mm. another strange thing to note is that the jet fuel on site at this airport can be pumped at 1000 gallons a minute with an estimated 3 million gallons in four holding tanks now I am told by our expert correspondent on reddit.com slash or slash conspiracy theories that this is <laughs> far more fuel than would ever be required at an airport so it's almost hmm. as if they're stockpiling fuel fuel shelter space yeah you know it's it's I'm, I'm not talking about outer space i'm talking literally the space the underground of space it, as it exists yeah <laughs> yes. yeah two meter distancing pods sounds sick yeah, um, yeah. a bit weird though to have because this this airport i mean i you know I, i'm sure people have heard in passing like denver airport and in in, in bunched up with like you know the other stuff that we talked about like stuff like the guide stones mm -hmm. and yeah and um because there is a kind of a new world order theme to all of this oh boy is there so this is all happening in one airport is weird enough yeah like if, if it was just that like i mean the fuel thing you'd have to deep search it to know about it specifically mm -hmm. but of course that's more than norm the budget again um I'm sure people who've worked there for years and years and years probably, I mean, and as you said, I know the world's changed since 1994, 95 when it was built, but like that much renovation, that much work, like what, what, what do you think that, um, is, do you think that it's, we are correct in kind of, you know, putting the old question mark on this one? Or do you think that, you know, if, if someone just told you that information and nothing else, you'd be like a little bit weird, but, don't think too much about it. I, yeah, my first question would be like, well, how much space is under a normal airport? And like, oh, well, like, is it mm. maybe that they have plans for further expansion because there's a lot of investment going into this airport? Yeah, I would definitely, I wouldn't be so, th this is not a red flag, let's say. This could be yeah, perfectly yeah. normal. Um, a couple of other things. It's alleged that everyone mm. who partook in the construction of this as independent contractors were never allowed to speak to any other contractors. Um, all of them were released from their contracts after the construction, which actually doesn't strike me as odd at all. That's typically how projects work yeah. out. Um, they are done, yes. <laughs> See ya. Then there were five buildings yeah. that were accidentally built, which are usually demolished when that's the case, but they ended up being buried and built over. So mm. that's a little bit weird. Um, mm. The other thing is, if you look at the runways from above at a certain angle, the cross sections appear to resemble a swastika. From the control tower outwards, the way that the runways go looks kind of like a swastika. Now, I've seen this. You can Google Denver Airport swastika. I'll put it on the screen if I remember. To me, <laughs> this 
really mainly looks like a swastika because somebody has drawn a swastika. <laughs> I don't really think it yes. resembles it that strongly. Like, you can get there in your head, sure, but, like, you're not going to have runways fucking running parallel with one another and risk, like, wings colliding and, like, all sorts of other shit, right? You are obviously going to have as much free space in all different directions for runways to go. So is this weird? Hmm, maybe. Let's say it perfectly resembled a swastika. What would that even mean? That yeah, the Nazis that, are coming that, for the skies from Denver, and and also presumably you could probably do a swastika out of most intersections and airports, because yeah, they wouldn't go over each other. They'd be yeah kind of in four, you know, like a like a four way system. So if you took the one, yeah, I again innocuous bit of information, but at this place. Perhaps suddenly it has a little bit more weight into it. Yeah, so these this is all uh, pieces mm -hmm. of a larger body of evidence that we'll explore, right? Mm. So the next thing, um, that's like the kind of, um, I guess, like the external factors out of the way about the airport. And now we look at some of the uh, internal uh, strangeness uh, that exists here, right? So the airport itself is marked by a ceremonial time capsule. Uh, I believe you see this upon entrance. It's like made out of stone and it's got some really weird wording on it. Um, one of the things is that carved into it is the insignia for the Freemasons and the words Ooh. New World Airport Commission are inscribed <laughs> on it. Now, this is just that, that went, I was like, oh, is does it act? Oh, okay. New World Airport Commission. Yeah. That's the NWAC, you mean? Yes, famously, yeah, yeah. And it says on hmm. it, the time capsule beneath this stone contains messages and memorabilia to the people of Colorado in 2094, right? That's obviously how time capsules function. It was made in 1994. But um, I don't really know a lot about the Freemasons as an organization, but I know that they are... Um, cited in pretty much every single major conspiracy theory in the world, right? They're people of, of strong financial means, yes. aren't they? Um, I have known people who have either family members or, or people that were in the force who um, know people that were in the Masons, but of course, at its lowest level, it's just it's just a you know a thing for rich people I suppose rich old people I guess. To go jerk each other um, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it sounds it sounds like yeah with gold though. Yeah. Um, it's it sounds like this this could have been some supposedly perhaps an airport for the for the super wealthy and super elite. So yeah. all of these little things perhaps they don't speak to us but perhaps people of of you know, considerable wealth and money and knowledge might actually discover something within the, the that that is is it like um it it's like a piece of art? Is it like on the floor is in like just like granite on the floor yeah. or is it yeah. like um yeah, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a stone I nearly said wooden. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a stone um sort of looks like a plaque but not a plaque that you would put on a wall sort of like just a yeah yeah and it's just strange like 
new world like what would the new world is the new world relevant to 2094 are the people in 2094 going to be part of this new world like is this new world so drastically different from our own is there a plan in mind for the new world um not to mention as well 1994 like it was already out there that saying new world you know yeah order new world insert thing yeah um, get you a contract in Eric Bischoff's WCW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, yeah, it's it has a connotation, doesn't mm-hmm. it? As, as that sinister, oh my God, it's it's them, so men in suits and 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 things like that. So like, whoever built this, whoever asked for this to be put there, much like the Georgia Guidestones, there's there's a message that we're reading. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a message that perhaps a Mason would be able to read. So if you have any Masons out there in the comments section, that this would be the time to yeah. speak up and and tell it, because otherwise we'll just be very confused. I believe they also mentioned something about a lodge. Uh, yeah, now, that's right. It, it's so it's I can't remember what the wording was, and I didn't write it down because it's actually just so fucking weird that it it feels almost irrelevant. But it's something like uh the the um his lordful his word worship lordful of the fucking mason lodge or some bullshit like yeah of, of colorado so yeah because I, I had the photo up earlier and uh i don't know where it is now it's gone but yeah so i think it mentions like but i believe like in masonry they've all got little lodges or they refer to them as lodges or they meet in lodges that yeah again that's no coincidencia as they say mm-hmm. um there that's got to be there for a reason so that's fucked up because as you walk in i mean of course if you're just a regular person you just walk into an airport you go that looks a bit weird and carry on and whatever but like it's such a specific bit of language and um yeah that's what that's what's greeting you as well that's that's what you're you know being welcomed to so um again could it be there was financed by them and they built it or it was meant to be something else i guess to, to know the true meaning of this particular little bit of floor i suppose you have to wait until we hit the 100th year mark back uh, in uh, 2094 which you know we're only 74 years away folks yes i can't wait the other thing is if if you take it into like the greater uh like cultural zeitgeist at the time like the 90s was when um i guess this level of paranoia entered um into people's minds along with stuff like Bohemian Grove for example like David Icke came to prominence in the 90s for things that he was Bilderberg group. yeah Bilderberg group yeah. yeah all of that stuff um we know all of that stuff was definitely going on we know that the elites were meeting in secret to do like elite stuff we know that the Clintons famously hung out with the Bilderberg group at Bohemian Grove before he became president like there are a lot of there are a lot of things going on there. A lot of dots you could. Oh, shady shit. Yeah, you would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, obviously, you know, this is yeah. So this is presumably obviously being built in '94, being you know carved in '94, but it would have been in the works probably from about '92, '91 even. Yeah. So um, yeah, plans must have been laid to have that specific you know that specific word, specific the little sign and then the dates and everything, but. Um, but even if that was it, that's already weird enough. But I believe there is more so, to this. So, let's look at what else greets you as you walk into this airport. On the driveway leading into the airport, there is a 32-foot statue of a Mustang 
that's to say a horse not a uh, not a car uh, not american muscle um yeah. this is a huge blue mustang it's a light blue um it's extremely eerie looking uh it's got these piercing red eyes its mane is like black fur and it's standing mm. on its hind legs kind of triumphantly and uh there's something else weird about it that i'll touch on um in a little bit but continuing into the airport there are these eerie apocalyptic artworks dotted throughout the airport beginning with a mm -hmm. mural of a very bright and colorful image of a burning forest with panicked fearful children crowding around a scene with tree corpses who all appear to be kids and they have flowers resting on their chests and the image is filled with animals who appear to be like a combination of despondent um panicked or dead there's a taxidermied buffalo there's a model of a penguin inside of a cage there's a turtle with its eyes closed there's a whale um outside of water it's all very strange looking proper weird now now the horse um it, I don't know if we're going end of the world doomsday vibes here. You know, the horseman of the apocalypse, right? Mm. The fourth horseman and all that. So it's, it's, but it's an airport. The thing is, I'm sure that there's weird statues and, and, and drawings and art pretty much everywhere in every civilization. Yeah. You know, like famously... Um, in some of the, I mean, this is this. I'm way off the mark, and this is going to be like so broad that it, it won't help narrow it down. But I'm pretty sure old paintings also usually had in the corner like a little alien, like something in the sky. Yeah, that's right. That and was people like thing. pointing up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. There is lots of weird shit um, in famous artworks. Yeah, but this one, now, of course, is like again. the centerpiece is the fucking weirdness. Like you're looking <laughs> elsewhere in the picture for the fucking normality of it. But there is none. It's just like, so weird in an airport. Yeah. These representations, it's like, is it like, is it implying that sort of bio-warfare or like chemical warfare is going to destroy the world? Yeah. Or is it is it sort of like the world is going to explode in the New World um, Airport Academy or whatever the fuck they were called? <laughs> airport <laughs> Academy. Know, commission. Could the airport, the NWAA. Um <laughs> The NWAC commission, like are they <laughs> airports rule the world now. <laughs> Everyone should respect airports. Get I don't in know. line it for the metal like, um, Yeah, it's it's that weird combination of too random, but also very specifically random. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's like you know if if you, if I started drawing loads of noodles, you know, just drawings of noodles, and you know you looked in in my fridge and I had like tons of noodles there, and I. Or a t-shirt that said noodles, and people be like, you're oddly obsessed with noodles. <laughs> and you were like, no, I'm and... not. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, noodles. What's a noodle? What? No. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. So has anyone come out and denied, like, any of the deeper meanings? Because, again, this all sounds like apocalyptic, sort of, end-of-the-world doomsday vibes. But uh, presumably, like, people must have come out and denied it, or... or... Yeah. It, cause well... it seems like one of those that's been around long enough for people to question it, yet don't seem to find a lot about it so let's go through the next two murals first yeah yeah are. sure sure so the next one is called 
Children of the World Dream of Peace. And this one is definitely the most disturbing one. Again, hopefully I'll have these on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, then go to YouTube or Google it or, you know, you, you do you. Whatever makes you happy. Um, but this picture shows a gas-masked stormtrooper in, in the center of the piece. And he's huge. He takes up most of the image. He's got a machine gun in one hand and a sword in the other hand. And the sword is notably touching off of a dove at the foot of the picture, which is famously the symbol for peace internationally. In the same image, there are two obliterated buildings. There's three sleeping children, one that's cradling a teddy bear. And there's an old woman crying out of the frame with a dead baby in her arms. And then the image is like rounded off by the last thing that takes your notice when you look at it, which is a rainbow in the sky. So I, I don't know what this exactly is saying, but there is a follow-up mural which has a huge rainbow in the sky and a diverse uh, cast of characters, I guess, all celebrating peace atop of the mm-hmm. body of a dead stormtrooper. And this image shows things like two children with an Irish and British flag side by side, a mesh of the Israeli-Palestine flags, um, the India-Pakistan flags, and, and so on. Like The, the implication here is obviously peace. Um, it's a celebration mm-hmm. of diversity as well, which, as we all know, is the fucking devil. Um, and yeah. there's a, Cancel that. Like, exactly. Get rid. <laughs> and the other thing is that there's one kid who has a... It's an American flag with a bunch of swords wrapped up in it. So I don't really know what that's saying. Um, but it seems like this picture is some kind of a an image of the world after the war. The war. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can definitely glean some meanings from that if you're that way inclined. Um, one of the, the last things that I'll, I'll touch on here, just for this little section, is... There is a picture that's called Children's Letter, and it contains this little poem that I'll read out. It says, I was once a little child who longed for other worlds, but I am no more a child, for I have known fear, I have learned to hate. How tragic, then, is youth which lives with enemies, with gallows ropes, yet I still believe I only sleep today, that I'll wake up a child again and start to laugh and play. So this kind of seems to be pointing to an impending war, an impending hardship and uh, Mm. uh, but like a passing thing because it's talking about the the now being the moment of struggle and I suppose the aftermath being the the peace and kind of relaxation but one of the the one with the rainbow the 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 painting there with the rainbow that is essentially like what like children are going to get rid of violence in society and the next generation are going to get rid of it or is it a case of like if you obey you know you will thrive like it's yeah it's hard to to, to see if it's about freedom or control yeah exactly. <laughs> that's so true you you could read this in a way that says like the war that's coming that is definitely coming is completely necessary you are going to have to suffer through this war in order to find peace um Mm. which if you look at that through the lens of an authoritarian it kind of seems like that is the mission statement of every single genocide and you know like 
dictatorship and everything like that in history is if we could only go through this war and get rid of all of the impure then we could have our properly amazing world that we all want and um hmm. that's kind of the way it looks to me like it it's definitely saying world peace is possible like that's definitely one of the main things that this uh piece is trying to say um and the children it's kind of it's like it reinforces that yeah it's kind of going through the root of death and rebirth though yeah true very much so, so we must we must all be wiped back to uh to a basic state pre-war pre-whatever and just let and kind of exist through there now that's again yeah if you look at it through the eyes of like a, a sort of spiritualist this this almost aligns with that um the other one with the chemical warfare kind of wiping over everybody and weird kids particularly dying weird kids not dying like penguins in cages and yeah. and things like that but is are we are we looking at essentially a thing that's actually like really nice and respectful and kind of like trying to Trying, trying to kind of cast an eye on the devastation of war and and the concept of like if we go to war we'll be good afterward or if we kill the necessary evil or is it a case of like don't go to war and just be like these other people that's that's the bit that's and i guess that's art i guess that's literally art it's meant to be interpreted by uh das beholder i i feel like um, it focuses on the war way too much like that picture of like the burning forest and the kids running in panic and the like fucking dead kids and the giant soldier yeah. taking up the whole image like can you imagine right hypothetically um they are allowing a bunch of refugees from a war-torn country into america and they shuffle them through fucking denver airport and their first image welcome to america is a giant fucking stormtrooper stabbing a dove with a gun in his hand standing on top of a yeah. bunch of terrified children and burned out buildings and stuff it's a really fucking weird message to be sending yeah like, it's eerie <laughs> this is just like i don't yeah. know i know it's a pre-9-11 world when this thing is created but like for fuck's sake did nobody have a fucking modicum of common sense to just be like oh yeah we're implying peace here the peace is implied you know yeah. after all of the war <laughs> that's clearly depicted on the fucking walls of the airport I and I, I think the guy who drew these he passed away i think it's um i remember some sort of at least there's this theory that he did pass away no this guy is still alive um, uh leo Le okay, okay leo tanguma is his name right but let's go back for mm -hmm. a moment to the giant mustang statue there are these are all unconfirmed but they are actually reported in news i've seen this on fucking msnbc news they have a report done on denver airport um it's like two and a half minutes long it's on youtube right there are apparently stories of people who just feel immense fear and paranoia while standing near the giant mustang um, there are reports of people experiencing panic attacks being in the vicinity of it and there are people who believe that the statue is evil which has led to it being named evil <laughs> lucifer sorry what they call it lucifer right? now this statue was created by a man named luis jimenez right luis jimenez yeah. is dead doesn't he play up front for wall? Oh, okay. No, yes. <laughs> so so show some fucking respect, right? But listen to this. Okay, listen sorry, to this. Sorry. He, he's dead because the horse fell on him. That's how he died. Whoa. Wait, what? The horse... Well, the horse fell on his head and, like, crushed no, him. No, it like fell a on his stuff. leg and severed an artery and he bled out. Good God. So... What? I mean, and, but but now you you you've kind of encountered kind of the situation where maybe 
people were like, "Oh, this is a bit terrifying. We should probably take it down." But then the the gentleman who built it, if he passed away, that's the last thing you want is want that torn down. Yeah. But so it's kind of dual because obviously if if you send something, I mean, maybe those people who felt anxious or felt weird or had a sense of dread kind of take over them. Did they know that information prior to going? Because of course, if you, I, I just saw, um, whilst we were talking about, it, I saw a picture of the, uh, Lucifer at night and it's actually quite intimidating. Mm, yeah. I find it terrifying. Um, Those fucking red eyes, like the, the eyes, juxtaposition yeah. with the blue body. There's something like just immensely fucking terrifying about that. Yeah. And it's kind of like in mid, jump almost like it's going to crush you yeah. or like take off something um but that's 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 kind of sad i suppose he would know what he what they wanted from what he was asked to do mm. um that's just that's i cannot believe that though like again accidents happen and horrible things happen and tragedies happen but again this is a very specific place and a very specific thing that it happened on um I mean, fair play to Luis. Um, it looks incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like he did. If 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 you know he wanted it to be an eerie sight, an intimidating sight, I think he's he's spot on. Um, Thirty foot feet tall. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's nuts. Shit. Holy shit. Um, but yeah. So could if is this all perhaps an allegory for the Nazis then? It could be. Like, there are theories that uh, post-World War Two, a lot of Nazis went to South America, particularly Brazil and Argentina. Um, mm-hmm. We know that... A, so, apparently, I haven't seen this sourced anywhere, um, but apparently the Queen of England owns property in the, in the area around Denver Airport. Right. But she doesn't own so, this property in her capacity as Queen of England, so it's not registered. This is private. Yeah, this is private property, not registered under the. There's no official um, registration as like monarch England, like government. Like there's, there's nothing like that. This is apparently something that she did privately, mm. uh, which is pretty strange, I would say, um, because she seems to never leave England, and whenever she does, it's for state-sponsored visits. What, is she fucking renting a fucking apartment in Denver? Probably not. Um, The airport also has two gargoyles in it, which are famously supposed to protect your area from evil spirits and things of that nature. Like, gargoyles fight off demons and things like that. That's kind of what they're about. Um, These gargoyle statues are made out of bronze, and they were actually decommissioned recently while it's going under the refurbishments that it currently is. So the gargoyles are, mm-hmm. are kind of out of action at the moment. Um, so there's another weird thing, wow. right? That the on the floor somewhere in Denver Airport, there's this little cart. It's like a, a metal plate that forms an image of a little cart. One that you'd see on like a mini railway in a coal mine. You know those ones from the Indiana Jones movies? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. So it contains the symbols AU and AG, which apparently stand for gold and silver, which is pretty fucking weird by itself. Um, Agreed, yeah. But according to a documentary I saw on YouTube and believe every word of, because even though it didn't source anything, one of the sponsors of the airport was the man who discovered a strain of hepatitis known as Australia Antigen, or AUAG for short. 
Okay. Mm. I mean, are those... Jesus, that... So, again, there must be a reason why... A, you just say A-U-A-G. Yeah. Mm, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would have anything that I know would be remotely kind of relevant to that. But, again... Is, is this something that we're missing? That is quite an easy explanation why those two things are linked I up. I think the implication on this in the documentary is that it's supposed to be like, oh, here's a pathogen that they could be unleashing onto the masses, right? The people who... The consp- Don't worry about that. Yeah, that's already been yeah. done. Don't worry but about also, that anymore. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% on this, but I am pretty sure that, hypo- uh, that hepatitis is not transmitted in the form of it like it's not airborne or anything like that like it, it's kind of hard to pass hepatitis to somebody else but then again i actually know somebody who worked in a bank and got hepatitis from counting coins so maybe it is actually possible i don't know but people haven't made up their mind on this uh we have basically got an airport here that's full of evil shit really weird pictures of war apparently more space underneath it than any other airport more supplies than any other airport could possibly need uh are they going to be shoveling people into this airport in order to gas them all to death so that they'll have a lesser population that they can have more control over when they form the new world order or is this a safety thing to get them all away from that and then like yeah that's all going on outside get in the airport yeah we get the queen of england over here we get all the most important people in the world to denver airport underneath it and uh, the whole rest of the world dies and then when we rise up we have our own new world of like a nice diverse cast of characters lovely rainbow over our heads and the dead soldier represents the evil of humanity that got killed and left behind i mean it's a very fucking like let's go over these things one by one right uh this is from mm. uh let's run.com this is a simple rundown of, of everything that's in it and this also comes from uh, okay. your boy uh, jesse ventura's uh some episode he did about it um ah uh, yeah jesse the sexy man ventura yeah. you know man who wants to be president living in mexico off the grid because he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> so we have <laughs> Various murals depicting the end times, uh, which are uh-huh. like source cited. You can see all that stuff on screen. Five buildings that were accidentally built, which were uh, which ended up being built over. Um, I don't know the source on that, but I do know that they did build over a lot of other stuff. And there's even photos of them building over um, established shops and things like that from the previous airport. Symbols and words wow. in regards to the Freemasons, a capstone. Uh, in mm-hmm. the airport which shows this alongside the word uh, the words New World Airport Commission so we know that um, the next thing is that nobody who worked in it was allowed to speak to anybody else um, the next thing is the swastika when you look over it mm-hmm. the next thing being that the airport was not really entirely necessary because it replaced Stapleton Airport uh, despite like uh, a whole lot of protest and everything like that um, this airport here, Denver Airport, is 20 miles away from everything. With uh, as of the year 2003 or something like that, um, no hotels or gas stations near it, which is strange given the amount of funding that went into it. The next thing is, I that's that's what I was gonna say. Like that would make sense to then have uh, some sort of super airport. Yeah. Yes, and like you know the rich and powerful stay here. We have hotels, we have pools, like um. 
kind of like Dubai, you know, once you enter that inner circle of, of, of the, in this case being in the airport, it's only specifically for those, you know, the very wealthy. Um, sorry, carry on. As you um, the airport uh, has over 5,000 miles of fiber optics and 10,000 miles of copper wiring underneath the inside of its various tunnels. Um, the jet fuel on site, we already spoke about this, can be pumped at 1,000 gallons a minute with an estimated 3 million gallons in four holding tanks. Um, original plans for this airport were 1.7 billion. It ended up costing almost 5 billion. Um, the sculptor of the uh, horse ended up dying. Um, and supposedly the Denver International Airport project was referred to as Operation Trojan Horse. I haven't seen a citation on that. This is actually the first time that I'm reading that. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, Yeah. The airport sits on 34,000 acres of which most of the land seen above ground is vast, empty space. And finally, various celebrities or elite people, for example, the Queen of England, have purchased land in and around the Denver airport. And this is how dated this forum post is, post is for the 2012 end times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, my God. Can we just take a quick second to remember how much simpler things oh, are? I know. We all had to leave out the Mayan calendar yeah. and being like, whoa. I, I um, yeah, 2012 seems like a long time ago, and the world's come a very different way since. Um, yeah, I, I suppose again, that's that. I mean, I suppose that bit is only the person's theory saying it might have to do with this and True. so on. Most of that uh, is not actually sourced, but like the murals, like they're really weird. We know that they exist. Um, we know that they built the gargoyles are quite freaky as well. I don't know yeah. if you. If you've, one of them, they got like their hands kind of covering its ears and its tongue out, and it looks like it looks like it's been like kind of turned into stone that way, yeah, like yeah. you'd see in the famous cartoon Gargoyles. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> that was good. Very strange. Yeah, yeah. It was like um, like one of those shows that actually made you think, even though it was like for kids and I stuff. Had a few, but, um... I had a few toys from the Gargoyles show. Really? Yeah, I actually did. What? I had two of them. I forget their fucking uh, names though. Um, <laughs> Ben and Jerry, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's very interesting. Um, th- this this makes me think that like if if look if if the Queen is involved and if there's Nazi imagery and if there's I I I, I was looking into it actually whilst whilst because I was looking at images of just the, the murals while you were talking. There's also a quote from a um. From a child that was at Auschwitz. Oh shit. Um, yeah, I can't remember what the quote is. Um, but it was. Oh, I can't find it now. Apologies for this, but um, rather interesting to have that. Now, again, this could all be a mural in which it was just someone who perhaps looked at many, many um, Auschwitz the memorial looked at. The, the stuff that happened, looked at like statements and um, you know letters and written and just kind of imagined this horrific world and all of this is just an allegory of what people went through, mm. you know, um, what they saw, the children dead, 
red, the Nazi symbol, the sort of SS looking soldier. Um, and that, you know, once, once that particular war ended, peace came, world peace. I know, I know that I'm overlooking many other wars and many other conflicts right now. So I'm just saying in terms of what the drawing is trying to imply. Yeah, or it's now, like celebrating globalism. Yes, but it, it could be celebrating globalism in that conspiratorial sense of control yeah, yeah. and um, exactly. you know there this group of people are the defined bad guys and this group of people are the defined good guys and we're the good guys and 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 that's all you need to think about but again if you saw one of these paintings it would look crazy enough but if you actually look at them like all compiled next to each other obviously the person who did it is trying to say something bigger than than what's happening yeah. but at the same time it's hard to decipher it because it's art. Because um, the, the, the tunnels don't have anything to do with the drawings. But at the same time, what's going on down there? Is it just there's lots of stuff to get through? It's really strange, this one. And it's um, weird because, like, I've been to a lot of fucking airports in the world. Uh, Singapore International Airport is... Um, it's like it always wins best airport in the world thing. And, like, there's some art there, but... There's not huge political murals on walls about fucking war and peace and shit like that. Like, there's, like, a nice fucking Lego model of a house. And there's a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of greenery dotted about. And there's a fountain and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. Dublin Airport is a pretty nice airport, particularly Terminal 2. The murals there are not fucking <laughs> gigantic fucking, like stormtroopers with swords devouring doves in them like like can you imagine going through Heathrow and you just see a big fucking like it could it could even be anything weird like it would be really weird if you were going through an airport and you saw a picture of a stormtrooper from Star Wars like that would be slightly yeah. odd that would feel weird um but this is just like some random artist that they were like we want you and like this is the kind of work that he specializes in um, and they must have told him this was approved. This was government approved. That's though. exactly it. Like um, they actually go up This there, was a yeah. deliberate stylistic choice to make their airport look that way. Um, yeah. It just seems really weird, particularly like the imagery of guns and shit in an airport. Like, what the, like what the fuck? Swords. Yeah. I, I. By the way, I'm not um, one of the people that want to jump into like biblical kind of. Ooh, it's coming. It's the end. It's coming. Um, so I'm sure that other people will see it like that. It's probably all religiously based and it's just picking up from about 10 different religions. Um, or how many religions you can think of. I don't know if there's 10, there probably less more, whatever. But I, I, cause I feel like that's just an easy conclusion to be like, oh, you know, this is not normal, but don't question it. This is, this is the new world order. This is literally, you know, the, the fucking, what, what's, um, 1984 shit you know they're trying to tell us something here and god will rise again and the, none of this shit like it's obvious that the person who did this either read up and or experienced some traumatic events mm-hmm. and the way that they're drawn particularly as well they draw attention to the little girl inside of the um the coffin um I don't know if you want to put this image up later on here, but the one that she's in the coffin and she's kind of got like, you know, kind of whites behind her eyes sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I can't think that this is nothing nothing else except like a person clearly trying to 
as you said, like maybe celebrating globalism, which again, you can take one of two ways. Globalism's cool and everyone should be able to do what they like. Or is it that, you know, our globalism still comes with a lot of rules and control? Mm. Um, I, and then they're all in specific places. Uh, the, the children of war and peace or dream in the world. No, children of the world dream of peace. Yeah, yeah. That is by baggage claim. <laughs> Do they think that's what the peace is? Baggage claim is, oh my god, the war and the peace. Yeah, because you're reunited oh god, with your, famous, your favorite possessions that you brought with you. Yeah, oh, I, I have an overwhelming sense of peace since I got my... Nail scissors. My, mind you, <laughs> yeah. Mind you, they're like, I... That part, especially initially when I started traveling, um, that was kind of nerve-wracking, but I wouldn't want to fucking mirror like that looking over me being like yeah think of this um what what do you think what do you make of it do you think it is like uh, re- religious or uh kind of more historical more anti i don't know nazis or anti like a particular ideology or is it just absolute madness i think um in in one of the tunnels by the way there is a graffiti image of an alien and it looks pretty eerie looks like a fucking cave painting from 5000 bc it's like a white lines down a rocky surface and an image of a typical looking alien head which i found quite interesting but um what do i think i i think um i'm not really well read on masonry um i know that there's like a big i think that there's some crossover between um presbyterianism or protestantism and masonry and there's some crossover between like orange lodges and uh mason lodges i'm pretty sure i'm not a hundred percent on that yeah um i but i i feel like all uh masonic artwork every time i see it it isn't really artwork that ever speaks to me it always looks odd to me i think every piece of i think i could probably identify masonic artwork without knowing for a fact what it is just based on the it's very striking yeah there's something it? yeah it's, it's striking and it's it's almost it doesn't have i don't know it's it's like missing a certain type of fluidity and i don't know yeah it, it always looks very what it is kind of a way i don't know how to explain even masonic symbols are weird looking like they look very rigid and structured instead of mm-hmm. they don't look sort of fluid and and, and uh I don't even know the word I'm looking for. I don't even know if anyone knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, it. it... No, no, I, I actually know what you mean with your rigid, with the rigidness thing, because it feels like it's um, again, it, it might be just coincidence that it does come along with them and how they drew. Or it's just an art style, doesn't matter. But the if you look at the murals, for example, um, if you look at individual people's faces, whether they are alive or dead, or soldiers or not, or non-human or human, everyone has got a quite um like they've been put to smile you know when you take a photo and someone's asked you to put you know to smile and smile and you have you aren't smiling but you're not smiling with your eyes because you're not truly happy everyone's got that like you know just grinning like a fucking something out of a horror movie or something i think that's what's weird but at the same time um obviously this this is just analysis from from whichever ones but i believe the one where it's kind of like 
you know the one where it's kind of diverse group of people gathered around like a sort of plant that's kind of dug into earth i think it's called in peace and harmony with nature that yeah, one yeah um that particular one i think it's about bringing life to planet earth after war or the end of life and life carries on 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 um Oh, no. So this is basically a struggle for human human liberation. So I'm thinking that perhaps the drawings and the mural, murals actually go against the Masonic, um, the etchings that we talked about earlier. And they're actually like sub, kind of not kind of going against it, but they're low key going against maybe perhaps that idea. And it's more about. If I make it as weird as possible, they might not get what it means, and it's more about I'm telling you a message of freedom and uh, human liberation sort of thing. So the gargoyles are about one thing, and then the images of everybody else is about another thing, and they're both up at odds with each other, but in the same place. But again, this is just one man's one man's opinione. Um, I would love to go there. Though. Yeah, I would like to check it out as well. It will be very interesting to go there because just by going there, it's like you're going to a museum, like an art museum, just by proxy because you're there. Um, <clears throat> My cousin used to live in Colorado. and um, Did he ever go near? Uh, it's very possible that he did, actually. I don't think he would remember it. Um, I wonder. I might actually ask him, but I, I don't think he would have like strong memories of it or whatever. But um, I get the impression that Colorado is obviously every state in America is is unique in its own way. But Colorado is kind of it's not eccentric, but it's something. It's not your Florida. Yeah, is like, it? it's not your. Everyone in Colorado can do a fucking backflip. <laughs> like everyone in Colorado is. Yeah. Like, they're, they're like they're very talented with like outdoor activities and stuff like that. Like it seems like the average person from Colorado is far more, um, is far more suited to extreme sports, let's say, or whitewater rafting or whatever the fuck, um, than your like your average person who's not from Colorado, um. So, like, there's something about it that kind of stands out and is just a little bit more out there and more, um, I don't know, able to laugh in the face of danger or something. Like, I don't really know how to explain what I mean, but, um, yeah, Colorado is, is like, a very... It's known for being that kind of a state. And I wondered, like, mm. with this with Denver Airport, where they just, like, we need to make something that's, like, spectacular and different and... Um, Maybe they even had like tourist um, stuff in mind or whatever. I don't know, but it it just feels really weird. Like the fucking giant blue statue of a fucking horse with red eyes. Like what the fuck is that? That feels so risque for an airport to be doing. And I'm pretty sure that this. Mm. I'm pretty sure that the statue was brought in in like 2006 or something like that. It was actually finished. Yeah, oh eight or seven or something. Um, I've actually got a quote here from Luis Jimenez as well um on the there's a cpr i think it's like a news thing i don't know but basically he says about about the horse about lucifer uh where is it um so he understands that the eyes have a point of focus and then this is susan who i believe worked with the guy there she remembers a time oh this is susan's who i 
Susan Jimenez. That's his widow. Wow. There you go. Cool. And this is from uh, October 2019. Wow. So she, she remembers a time Louise was home alone at night. He heard something in the living room and went to investigate. He sees these two eyes, she said. And he said that the hairs on his back of his on the hair, sorry, the hairs on the back of his neck stood up. He had thought there had been an invader in their home, but then felt a nudge from a familiar source. It was their horse, Blackjack, the model for Luis's final work, who had mysteriously broken into their living room. It's a fucking horse. I mean, that. to be fair, I reckon if, my, if I had a horse that broke into my living room, I would probably find that terrifying. I would fuck. I don't know what the fuck I would do. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I'd go all fucking Oscar Pistorius here and just shoot somebody, but like... <laughs> Yeah, freak out. Um, there's more to this. So, um, and so the eyes have everything to do with that incident. And this kind of, you're afraid of something, then it's okay because you realize it's familiar. I don't know, but the eyes do not have any evil intent whatsoever. So that's his uh, from his widow there. Um, so he is. So he's saying basically, there's things that we fear. Because we're told to be scared of him, but I guess if we look at him properly, we might recognize ourselves or recognize a part of things that we have. Um, it's weird that she was like, "There's no evil whatsoever." Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no, no. it's not cursed. Like, well, oh. a government agent um, like pushed the pistol into her back. Yeah, um, but what do you think of that? Do you th- I mean, that's that's crazy to take that kind of particular tiny incident and kind of be like no that's that's it that's the 32 foot horse there um i i consider myself to be the type of person who is very receptive and open-minded when it comes to art um i let a lot of things slide in the name of art but that doesn't make any fucking sense to me as a justification or uh like an explanation i I don't understand that at all like oh yeah like familiarity like sorry there is no familiarity in me when i look at a fucking statue of a blue horse that's 32 feet high with red eyes there's nothing there maybe one time when i was younger um i don't know most of my listeners are are very young and they might not be aware of this but on disposable cameras at certain angles you would see red eye uh in photos and it would make your eyes look red um and that's like certainly annoying and a thing that i've experienced before that's ruined several photos of me but that's uh maybe the only thing that i could possibly find familiarity in in this statue uh, I believe you can you can still get that in cats if you take photos of cats oh, sure, really? or if you have the flash on yeah yeah that does still happen I, I think that's why people used to say that um if someone took a photo of you it stole your soul ah but now yeah but of course nowadays there's so many photos being taken of people that no one has um, a soul anyway <laughs> no one has a soul anyway exactly um i i couldn't imagine looking at like just looking out where I live now and looking out the window and seeing a 32 foot horse and not feeling anything other than immediately intimidated and afraid. Wouldn't you feel like you were visiting? But, like if you were like, let's say somehow, I don't know, like you fucking went to Denver on holiday and you, you missed this horse on the, on the way from the airport to your hotel or whatever it is. But when you're coming back to the airport, you pass that horse. Wouldn't you feel like if you're in the back of a taxi, you don't know where you're going, like this land is, is strange and unfamiliar to you, and you drive past this horse, wouldn't you think you were being led to like some fucking Soviet resurrection headquarters or some bullshit? Yeah. Like, it's extremely fucking aggressive looking. Like, 
That's ex- yeah, yeah. It's not bad. I mean, as an art concept, it looks oh, incredible, awesome. but it's looks incredibly intimidating. It's but it's just it? so disconcerting yeah. and intimidating. Like, I I would really feel uncomfortable in that kind of. I don't know, man. I think that that's fucking weird. I gotta be honest. I don't believe in any of the conspiracy bullshit. I would be very surprised to learn that the Queen actually fucking bought property there. I just don't really believe that. The swastika she the thing. <laughs> She's into horse yeah. racing, isn't she? <laughs> Maybe she thought it was like one Lucifer. <laughs> Fuck me, that sounds. Put sick. him in the five fifty-five at Cheltenham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Sir Alex and all the Michael Owen people yeah. there. Um, yeah, so that was it. Was very strange. Um, just to see what she said about it. Um, so we have someone else here as well. Who? Uh, who was it? So da, 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 he said, Jim and his master. Oh, uh, Dale Cronkite, if I'm pronounced that right, head of conservation at Georgia O'Keeffe Museum in Santa Fe, Mexico. He said, um, My takeaway from the Mustang is defiance, this absolute expression of identity, having a place, standing strong, being fiery, being gigantic. Mm. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I I understand it up to a point. <laughs> yeah. Being gigantic, I can't relate to that one, not... chief. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah, it's and I kind of get what he's going for. Um, so gigantic part proved to be an engineering challenge. It was the largest work he'd done. He recalls a phone conversation where they talked about the sculpture's progress. It's his life's work. He was a mature artist. He got so it sounds like he wanted to make something that no one would ever forget and. I think that is exactly what he did, um, to be perfectly fair to him. Yeah, definitely. There's still people, there's still people trying to take it down to this day, by the way. Um, people say scaring children and, and, and all sorts. But, um, yeah, what, what a fascinating airport. I though. have a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say that the horse is actually, in the artist's mind... The horse is supposed to depict the fucking first horseman of the apocalypse. And let's say that in the other artist's mind, all of those pictures are supposed to depict um, an on uh, an upcoming genocide. Um, so, like, so question number one, so what? Question number two, what are we supposed to do with that information? <laughs> and question number three, what is the likelihood that the people in charge of even commissioning those artworks are... Um, in agreement with those ideas or even um, contemplating inputting those ideas because if you were a totalitarian governmental official would your agenda um, built into your agenda for genocide would there be murals warning coded murals warning of the upcoming genocide that like fucking swim fan 52 from tennessee is Hmm. able to figure out by looking at a few pictures on google do you know what i mean like this is where the uh the masons and the fucking all the new world order conspiracy theory the illuminati especially this is where they lose me is like here's an image from jay-z's most recent music video and he is quite clearly showing the eye of the illuminati right let's say he is and you're like yes i'm on board yeah yeah right yeah but why like what if he's saying Rockefeller and he called his is is um is is what's his album Rockefeller or his, his um uh, well his his label is called Rock Nation yeah 
Uh, the label, sorry, that's it. Yeah, yeah the, the label. If he calls it Rockefeller, are we supposed to be at all? Are we supposed to, and that's always the thing that I have problems with. It's, it's, it's not just the images or the concept of it. It's like, but what is the message? And is the message just not for us? Or is the message for other sectors of people that mm-hmm. get it? And as you said, like, how come, like, that's what I remember reading, like, a, a quote from Tupac when he was in jail. And he's in jail talking about the Illuminati. And he's like, how does this guy know? If they're so secretive, how come this man here in jail in front yeah. of me who looks like, you know, nothing special? How, how come this man is telling me about how shit? Come, so how come Jerry, secretive? who failed English at his leaving cert level, is able to figure yeah. out the fucking impending apocalypse? The, the song Rosetta Stone by Tool is actually, you know, it makes reference to that because it's about a guy that gets abducted by an alien and he makes a reference where he's like, I didn't even finish fucking high schools. This is pretty weird. <laughs> it's actually like in the song. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, all 14 minutes of it, listen to it. So you can just have that one line and be like, whoa. But no, the whole song's about alien abduction and how he starts talking to the alien about the X-Files or some weird shit and the guys and the aliens are like, you are special one we've chosen you and he's like chose me i didn't even graduate from high school and that's and that's really the essentially the issue i'd love to know what people think though i'd love to know what people make of these um and not just i mean you're probably you're probably going to run into takes where people are like oh yeah it's the devil and he's just a devil and every single one is a mm-hmm. demon but we're not asking you to just tell me what it is you know we're trying to get across like what does it actually imply what does it decipher because as, as you said though like um, dictators and and totalitarians they do like their art specifically propaganda art. yeah yeah that's true um, you know you know from your george bushes to 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 everyone else abroad they all like to have large paintings out of themselves or paintings of things even george bush is a painter but like and so um, is hitler coincidence yes because a, that's what a coincidence yeah. is. <laughs> yeah and so is picasso yeah. need i say more um <laughs> And and so, are we supposed to take away that this is all literally like, look, this is doomsday. This is the this is what our society and our nation is going to have to go through: pain, death, suffering, Nazis <laughs> specifically, yeah. um, and then come out the other side. Because there's also other paintings of 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 like Native Americans um, there as well, and kind of other things. Um, or it's just an eclectic group of like a group of like the craziest artists and like the most um, kind of forward-thinking people that were like, hey, let's do something about you know outgrowing the system that we're in and kind of reaching a higher spiritual ground. Yeah. The problem is, even it seems that the people who explained it, they just tell you what they thought and, and what it, you know, how it was made. So you you never really get a full understanding of it. But to me, it sounds like. The, the most incriminating piece of evidence, of course, is the little, like, etched bit with, with the Mason sign and that. That, the fact that it has to be open 100 years from now, I mean, I'd love to be around to see what the fuck that's supposed to be when it comes we out. No, that's uh, not going to happen, Miguel. Not with your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant they just weren't going to do it because I'd be dead. No. <laughs> What's the point? He does, he's not here, is he? Who cares? Um... Yeah, no, no. With with this with this hard life lifestyle, um, I'll, I guess I'll just have to hear about it in some sort of psych psychic way. But um, do you think though that this is about? I guess this this might be kind of a kind of 
kind of a wide question. But do you think that everything that we've talked about and everything that's there is kind of meant to be events that happen in the past or upcoming events? Um, that's a tough one. I, I reckon the guy who did those... I don't know, like, is this information even available online? Because I did see him... I watched a video interview with this guy and he didn't really make any reference to what it was supposed to be. He just said what he wanted to do. But I think... Yeah, that's that's the thing. Sorry, go on. From the quotes, isn't it? There's it, no... No, no, I was just going to say, that's the thing about the quotes and the interviews. It's like, I, I understand that he saw a horse, and I understand that. But if it's simple as that, then, like, you could do anything else. And why would you do those specific drawings and images, yeah. you know? Um, it, it, yeah, well, basically what I mean is this a vision of the future, or is this a kind of turning back the clock and being like, these are the horrors of war? Yeah, I, I feel like it's... I don't know. I it In my head, for some reason, it feels like it's future, right? Because it seems like the the Pakistan and Indian flags mesh together and the, the British one and the Irish one, like if that that painting would have been made in the early 90s it would have been made even before the good friday agreement was signed which which interestingly <laughs> bill clinton was heavily that's actually really weird bill clinton was involved in brokering peace between the united kingdom and ireland and yeah he? and he was also a member of the bilderberg group and it's also like th- those two flags joined together are depicted on the mural in denver airport so there's one there's a free one well, there for you, you go billy clinton conspiracy theorist yeah. but um <laughs> Yeah, it feels... You gotta say about that, old Clint. It does, it does feel yeah. futuristic to me. It feels like it's dated in the future, and it feels like it's saying there is an oncoming war. Like, that's my genuine gut. I'm not trying to feed into the conspiracy theory. I think anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I think all of this is completely bullshit. But, um, but that <laughs> thing... I think he is definitely saying um, something along the lines of the future will see peace um and yeah. it's but in a in a sort of a, it's going to get worse before it gets better sort seems of that way and even the line if you think of it yeah. like Chil- children of the world dream of peace it seems to be saying like the next generation will be the ones who bring peace upon us um yeah. they will see the horrors of what we've done or something along those lines like that's what it feels like to me um i'll do a quick uh just for the sake of um clarity i guess um, the underground tunnels and all that shit, it just feels to me like this is a, a giant project where they had, um, I mean, like building an airport is not an easy thing. And you're obviously going to have renovations based on uh, stuff like technological innovations, obviously increased security after 9-11. Um, I don't know what else is, is going into it now with the um, the current construction things that they have done. But like I know that Dublin Airport uh added terminal two within the last say uh, 15 years or something like that like airports mm-hmm. get modified all the fucking time that's like a pretty regular thing um and isn't it also a case where they have a budget and they have to justify the usage of that budget so therefore they continue to renovate to justify receiving that amount of money from yeah, the state that is a thing. Um, um, that is, I don't know if that's the thing. I mean, that sounds like a very American thing. Dude, that's a, that's a you. British thing. That's like apparently like in, oh, um, that's a UK in thing. certain okay. like NHS offices. Um, they they mm. got like 
too much money in their budget. And this isn't to say the NHS is overfunded. I fucking know that it isn't. Don't just get the fuck out of my comment section. But um, there's like one particular <laughs> office that's entirely admin based. They're given a certain budget of the mass NHS budget, and if they are under budget, they end up just spending the budget on any old shit. Like we're gonna have yeah. a Christmas party this oh. day, and we're gonna you know oh, no. all that kind of stuff. No, no, no. You're right. They do do that. What am I? Sorry, I, I just an epiphany there i used to do that in my old job so when i worked through you know academic places universities colleges when they got to around the end of term which would have been june july um they tend to spend money up to a certain point to say that next year they need the exact same amount of money to buy the same book so yeah that is a thing and you know this this sculpture and all these drawings that could be hella expensive and they could have just been literally to justify having that much money thrown at an airport that doesn't yeah, need it yeah yeah and yeah so. like and all of the oh they had all these tunnels underground like i think a lot of those had been built beforehand and i know that they have huge highways that stretch through the colorado mountain mm. or the rocky mountains anyway so like it, it's it's mm. definitely something that was already in their wheelhouse as for contractors not being allowed to speak to anyone about the thing well yeah it's a fucking airport that's like you don't want fucking blueprints of your airport going public because of terrorism fears uh all of them being fired after construction like again that's how contract work is that that has happened to me on multiple projects before that's that's not really a huge deal yeah fired's a bit strong it's just the end of a project yeah, it's the end yeah, of yeah. a job it's, but it, yeah. but in america so that, that... to be fair to the person to be as charitable as as possible to that person they do say the mm-hmm. word fired in america like when everyone got laid off because of uh because of covid remember that thing like fucking 15 million americans made unemployed within the space of one week or whatever they did use the word fired mm-hmm. like i don't think they would use that in in ireland and england to describe uh let go yeah, f- or f- um, furloughed yeah, yeah. or whatever the foyer or whatever the fucking furlocked however you pronounce that stupid um, fucking word but yeah it's it's not like fired but they use the word fired in america so um yeah very strong but again it's just it's just another case where and, and i don't know if you've noticed the theme that besides the obviously besides the football conspiracies every single other conspiracy seems to be centered around in america yeah. every single subject that we investigate seems to be centered around america georgia with the guidestones philadelphia with the experiment and of course here we are with the um with the denver we're airport. making our way through so the states clear... oh, we really are yeah yeah i heard something happen in new york that was massive in september of a certain year um <laughs> But yeah, I um, they defunded I, I the fucking Federal one. Reserve. It was crazy. They did, yeah, and like a random bill in fell. But um, all all sassiness aside, like there is there is a clear sort of basically America is weird, and it, it's now that like most of us are getting to an age where like the mask is coming off, and we can kind of take information accordingly. That you realize it's a really weird country. It's a very unpredictably like um, sparse country in terms of population, in terms of diversity, in terms of ideologies. And, you know, a lot of rich, maniacal people do live within it, just as quite a lot of lovely people and everything in between, you know. Um, but it seems that, like, what happened in Philadelphia is one thing, and that's time traveling. What happened in the Georgia guidestones that's about population control and this one is supposedly about liberation and kind of like freedom and and kind of happiness post some traumatic 
you know, horrific events preceding it or upcoming and then going past it. Like there's this clear kind of peppered of, of everyone's vision that runs through this country up and down. And I think this is just another one of those where it's like the people that made it, of course they understand what it is. And the people that like commissioned it might not have a full clue, but it seems like it is, uh, see, this is the problem is because if I start being like, oh, it's all intertwined, I'm not being a global like, oh, everything's connected. And that's why George Soros probably funded these. And you don't know what you're talking about if you disagree. But the sort of the weird uncomfortableness seems to kind of pop up everywhere. Yeah. So uh, it, it could be just a case that, you know, there are some Masons around this part of the world they perhaps had to be asked to contribute financially to this airport. And they said, okay, we'll contribute financially only if you put in X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, and X, Y, Z. And they go, okay, okay. But as long as we have a sick, incredible airport and that will be fine. And this is what we ended up with, which then means that to those particular Masons, it does mean something to perhaps the artists too. And perhaps the people that, you know, looked at it and said, this is yeah. fine. But, um, it, it might not be anything other than, you know, Buddha means something to certain people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, or, or a crown means something to other people or, you know, sitting in a, in a certain office, which has, you know, or, or being a king of a tribe or something in that it means something to them. Nothing that is overtly like, and this will happen Tuesday if you're not yeah. careful. Watch out, you know. Look at the Guidestones. Under 500 million people of the world is fucked <laughs> yeah, beyond yeah. comp. Um, I, I just think I think it's that I think just uh, there is an exist an existing sort of questioning of everything in in, the, in that particular country, in that knowledge and information is not equally shared amongst people, and this is just another case of that because. It seems that everyone is available for comment that had anything to do yeah, with this. Yeah, that's true too. Like you look around and there's actually like um in the in the Colorado like website there is that there is like art pages dedicated just to the artistry or and the the designs everything within the airport. So it's not like no one knows about. This. Well, except the guy who got and killed right. by the horse. Yeah. But, and even that guy, like even him, you can get quotes about what his widow yeah, was, his true, late wife, yeah. or his wife, I should say, and his friends were thinking about it. So it's clear that everyone's available for comment, but no one kind of tells you that who was behind it, and I think that's what's worthwhile to know. We didn't know who it was that put the Georgia Guidestones together. It was like something, something Christian. I can't remember what the guy's name was. Probably have to look back, go back and listen to it. Um, with the Philadelphia experiment, we did have people's names, but that was kind of so outrageous that it's fine to have the names Al out Bielik, there. Al the boy. Um, Al like the, le- the man, the legend, the hero, the time yeah. traveler. Um, I heard, yeah. And with this one, it, yeah, it's creepy and you don't know where it came from. And it's all fine to have everyone point out and go, look, isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? But at some point, we're going to have to dig in and people are going to have to find out information of who commissioned it and why they specifically commissioned it there, you know? So, how, how, um, how many sure. uh, how many false flags out of 10 do you give this as a conspiracy theory? <laughs> for the horse 10, <laughs> um, for, the, for everything else, um, about a five. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm standing, I'm taking a stand. In the middle. <laughs> well done. 
<laughs> I'm standing up for myself and I'm sitting and on the standing fence, on this looking everyone in the eye. Yeah, sitting up and standing up on the fence. Um, I think this legitimately, like I, I think I kind of downgraded the other the other ones that we did in the past and like kind of joked about it more. But this one is is the problem is it's so weird that I could completely be like, oh, of course, they're talking about this upcoming black plague disease war that's going to wipe out everyone and that's going to be the point that the human civilization has like an awakening and they're like whoa maybe we've been doing this all wrong with you know transactions of paying for things and um killing animals and killing people for profit and the very concept of capitalism will be abolished that's wishful thinking or it's it's the darker element of it which is you know there is a totalitarian globalized set of people who do make all the decisions and we're all just little sheeple so yeah i mean that's kind of a sad ending (laughs) oh well what are you gonna do um yeah how about you then um Um, do you how many false falsity flags do you give i think i give it a three maybe even a two um for it loses points on not really having a clear defined end game like at least with the with the georgia guidestones it's like it's about population control this one is really just there's some weird paintings in this airport that's pretty much all they have um every yeah. single thing about like oh but what about all the space what about like yeah it's it's a fucking airport like they're big they tend to be pretty big they house airplanes um they're to do with like routing tourism like they're just vast fucking areas of land containing planes and buildings and stuff um the other like and if there's 20 miles of nothing you might as well build as much as the fuck you can and want in that area you own it it's yours you know um yeah so you're, you're going low there. i mean but, it, but it's this. so there's nothing it's just here are some murals and a weird horse and i do think that they're weird and i will talk about how weird they are and what they could potentially symbolize but other than that there's there's nothing <laughs> you know what i mean like there's just there's no mystery in it like th- with the other ones there is a government like kind of overarching yeah. like you know could it be someone in the government that did the stones or is the government trying to um conceal the fact that they have actually created time travel technology which is why i'll be lake was silenced and so on so you can you can kind of rally around that if if you're that way inclined whereas this there's there's no way to be inclined it's weird that it's at an airport but it'll be just as weird if it was found in fucking in India, in, in, in Taiwan, in Japan, in Italy, you know, you know what I mean? Any airport anywhere around the world, like Denver is particularly, I'm sure there's all sorts of conspiracies about things that happen out of Denver, just as there is things that happen out of like Glasgow or something, but there's no defining point that besides, again, besides the etchings of saying the lodge and all that stuff, but there's no defining point that goes oh my god that's about that thing that happened in denver 15 years ago you know it also feels like if the world was falling apart and the idea was for the leaders of the world to go to denver if in america anyway this would probably be that fucking time like they're they're building that huge fucking metal fence around the white house because america is falling apart while people riot in the streets fucking vigilantes shooting people with like fucking uh, assault rifles and all this shit like america is uh if you look at it from a certain lens 
it looks like shit's going down. And if there was yeah, it's the end of an empire, if there isn't was it? Ever a secret Denver <laughs> airport conspiracy? This would yeah. be the fucking time. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, exactly. This this would be like. And then, by the way, the thing that you said about protesting and people shooting and stuff like that, where I like, where I like, what I don't like necessarily, what I find interesting about that comment is you can say that now, you can say that when this comes out, you can say that the, probably the next time we record, yeah. there's always going to be sort of similar themes with the way the world is yeah. going. But, um, you know, maybe this is just about being at some sort of tipping point for civilization. Yeah. <laughs> that it goes one of two ways. Either we go towards cutting doves, dressed like Nazis, or we go live in rainbows and kill the Nazi. And I suppose it's just putting that into concept of drawing, you know? You know, um, this is completely not related mm. to anything, but... You know when you were saying that line from Rosetta Stone that it that it says like oh, I didn't even graduate high school or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and then you were like, and it's a whole fucking twelve minutes long. I remember listening to Tool because I remember you were like fucking crazy about Tool in like two thousand and four, uh, and I wasn't really that into them because their songs were so fucking long, and uh, we used to... what changed? <laughs> <laughs> we used to do this thing. Where we would, uh, in the WWE chat room, like, just type a full fucking song lyrics in there for whatever reason. And um, I remember you once typed, he had a lot to say. He had a lot of nothing to say. We'll miss him. And I was, like, just looking at the lyrics, and I was like, that's fucking amazing. What's that from? And you were like, Eulogy by Tool. And I was like, wow, I'm going to check that out. I bet the whole rest of the song is lyrically amazing. And it's, like, fucking nine minutes of fucking nonsense. Like, oh, we're building, we're building, we're building. And now we're in the middle of the song. It's the middle of the song. It's the middle of the song. It's building, it's building. It's, building. it's just like... So long now, we would like knowing you. This is a eulogy. It's, it's, um, it's very... I mean, this is the problem. Is a lot of people say it's trolling. A lot of people say that's clever. And you could probably... And weird. And you could probably apply the same things to Denver Airport. So I'm, I'm going to say it now. Denver dash tool dash eulogy dash course twenty twenty four. You know who to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um no, I, I, I do hope that people have some some rather interesting theories on this, like in the comments section and stuff. So it'll be it'll be worthwhile to see what people come up yeah. with. There's definitely um, stuff we haven't talked about. Like I know that there was some rumor that in two thousand and twelve 12, I think possibly when Ebola was starting or something, that Obama was flown into Denver in, in an emergency. Um, but I didn't bother looking that up before <laughs> recording. So I, I think you should take we should take solace in the fact that we're not those sorts of people. We don't because it's very easy to then combine combine the information that we have with the next or current upcoming situation. Obviously, we just so happen to be living through a yeah, pandemic yeah. now. But it's it will be easy for me or you to link that immediately with 5G or something, you know. 5G ones are the fucking best. Oh, dude, hold on. <laughs> I want to read something out actually. To, I know that you will fucking love this. Um, this is from the uh, Wexford Corporation. Uh, Wexford is a county mm-hmm. in Ireland. So listen to this. This is fucking incredible. You conspiracy theorists need to go and get a proper hobby for yourselves instead of sitting on your holes all day sharing shite to Facebook. 
protesting against wearing a piece <laughs> of cloth on your face. Would you ever stop? Most of you should have been wearing a mask before the pandemic. Face like a stepped-on Rizzole. Um, Mary doesn't know Rizzole. how to restart her router or log into the Facebook account that she got locked out of last year, but she still thinks she has the right to lecture everyone about the dangers of 5G technology. You have lads who failed past max, <laughs> quoting R0 numbers and mortality rates, telling us all to wake up and calling everyone sheep. Grab a hold of yourself now, Aiden. It used to take you 10 minutes to read a paragraph out loud in class. I am in my fucking hole listening to you over the experts. If I gave you a multiplication sum to do, you'd end up in Wexford A&E with a panic attack. (laughs) I know, like, it's It's just so fun. Get a fucking grip of yourself. And it's worded excellently. Um... Yeah, and that's that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing I, I don't want to do here and become like, oh, and in case you're wondering what all this means, well, don't we have a presidential election in November? Denver, November, 2020. <laughs> Trump, Denver, Denver John Airport, Denver, Taj Mahal. Country Road? I mean, come yeah. on. Las Vegas? <laughs> come on, people. Do I have to spell it out? Rosetta Stoned? <laughs> Blue? Cipher, Republican, <laughs> Democrat, <laughs> saying things now. Um, it's it's weird art that it will probably be interpreted different ways, but you know, don't hold your breath if in in fucking two thousand and ninety four, the horse comes to life and you know, runs amok amongst Denver, t- takes a flight out and. Uh, goes on the time traveling machine and then goes to look at the Georgia Guidestones and like kind of goes on to pretty much kill everyone up until there's exactly 500 million people. But as I said, don't worry about any yeah, of that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about any of that. that that's just the stuff of nightmares, but not going to happen in our lifetime. So forget it. I mean, if anything, people should probably be more concerned about the fact that we are literally now here now today at the exact tipping point in which the, um, the climate catastrophe will no longer be able to be avoided. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so maybe we'll all get inside of this horse to stay fucking afloat when, when the sea level rises. We'll so. see. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's me. That's me done. That's my analysis. It's <laughs> my full analysis. Yeah, I think I think we kind of covered that nicely. Uh, what do you yeah. think? 